Welcome to Phil and Maud's audio blog. I'm Phil, and this week we're talking about why you don't need to suffer and struggle in your relationships. Do you believe that in order to have honest and true relationships that you have to fight and suffer and slog through tons of drama? Do you push and shove at each other, glorifying this way of interacting as the symbol of how much you love each other? Do you believe that continuing in this manner shows that love? It's not really surprising if you do. There is so much written extolling this behavior and making it seem that it is the only way to be truly honest with each other, while at the same time casting doubt and aspersions on those who seem to relate peacefully, joyfully, even happily. We'd like to quote and comment on a piece from Jeff Foster that is a perfect example of this presentation of relationships. He starts out, The healthiest relationships and friendships are not necessarily the ones that look happiest to the naked eye. Our comment, but then again they probably are. He continues, They aren't necessarily the ones where two people are always found holding hands, giggling, dancing and singing with the butterflies on Instagram, where nothing ever goes wrong and love is beautiful and blissful and perfect. We say, They aren't necessarily those but they are far more likely to be than the ones being extolled in this piece. Notice the subtle put-down and trivializing of those who appear in harmony. Why is that automatically suspect? He continues, External perfection can easily mask internal devastation, disconnection, and that awful unspoken desperation to be free. We say, why are those who exude joy accused of external perfection and immediately portrayed as having misery on the inside? He continues, the healthiest relationships are the honest ones. So we say, so are we to believe that honest relationships have to be laden down with cares and woes? And he continues, and they might not look so happy or carefree from the outside, they might not fit the image of what a relationship should or must look or feel like. We say, they might not, but one can say the same about, quote, two people are always found holding hands, giggling, dancing, and singing with the butterflies. They might feel just as it looks, even with the obnoxious insinuation that joy is trivial and unbelievable. He continues, here, Two people tell the honest, painful truth about today and continually let go of all their preconceived ideas about each other. We say, well, if this were only true. But in fact, too often, people are acting out the preconceived notions proposed in this excerpt. He goes on, The relationship is forever renewed in the furnace of authenticity. There may be ruptures, misunderstandings, even intense feelings of doubt and disconnection. But there is a mutual willingness to face this seeming mess head on. And we say, his maybe comes across as nearly inevitable and presents struggle as a noble action. But there isn't even a hint that the end goal is to stop these destructive behaviors. And by calling it a mutual mess, he is oblivious to the idea that people need to work on themselves. Our experience and the path we share is one in which you can make a choice to drop the negative behaviors from past and present relationships and learn and grow. 
you can change by choice and by setting your intention to do so. This doesn't involve dishonesty, sublimation of your feelings, or compromising and giving up parts of yourself to keep the peace. It involves a real transformation, and it happens inside you. When two people relate in this way, then both can find a path to the visceral true experience of real living peace as a practice, while each growing to their full potential. We agree with the quote from Eckhart Tolle that Jeff Foster ends his piece with, Relationships aren't here to make us happy, for true happiness lies within. They're here to make us profoundly conscious. We agree that it is the work within yourself that will enable you to move forward on a path toward peaceful and enriching relationships. However, Eckhart Tolle did not by any means imply that relationships should make you unhappy, or that happiness is to be despised, he was indicating that you have to look within for your growth and the change. That's it for today. I hope it provoked some thinking within you. It's written down on our blog, that's at philandmord.com. So you can go there, you can check it out, and I'll talk to you all next week.